Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend yes Yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Texas. It's Texas Football Today, a show that is celebrating the first Hawaiian Shirt Friday. Yes, sir. Well, Mine. second, but yeah. Did you do one last week? No, I didn't do one last week because I was wearing my Mean Green gear because they uh, played. But the week before, when you were gone, okay. I, I brought it back. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> it's post-spring break. That yeah. to me is the start of Hawaiian shirt Friday. Yeah, that's I did I did it the first the the Friday of spring break and then, is when I did and it. And then it it ends July fourth, or uh, do you want to carry it through July? I don't know. We'll see. You pick it. your date. We'll Maybe see. coaching school. Yeah, we'll take it all the way up to coaching, coaching school. Coaching school, and, then, we'll, and then we just wear Hawaiian shirts all week at coaching school. Is basically what I'm saying. A DCTF Hawaiian shirt. Chandra. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yes. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor <laughs> of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on the facebook.com or on the Twitch or on the YouTubes or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She's wearing her pineapple shirt. Yes. She's actually purple. Pineapples. You'll love to see it. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants. That's that's still too, like, Hank's not. That's too much for Hank. Yeah, he'll that's, get there. Yeah, he'll get there, but that's But, not. again, you have to, and I could go off on a rant about this, but you've got to show him the old SpongeBob. The new ones. Maybe. Oh, wow. I didn't know that I didn't know that the Zoomers had had a, uh, uh, a revolt. Yeah. I, I just... And when I'm talking about new ones, I'm talking about like when I was growing so, up type of ones. So just to be clear, just to be clear, just to be clear, like Krusty Krab pizza. Right, 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 right. Just to be clear, what you're saying, old man yells at cloud. <laughs> is SpongeBob is your Simpsons? Yes. Because Simpsons 110%. fans like me will look at and be like, uh, guys, uh, seasons two, two through through nine, yeah. uh, really up until the, the principal and the popper. Like, it's all, like, that's the, yeah. the, everything has the, whatever. It's actually, if you go watch, like, the new Simpsons, it's actually pretty good. It's kind of, kind of sacrilege, <laughs> but you can't say that. Uh, but, uh, that, that's interesting, that, that you've turned on, you've turned on Spongebob. Yeah. That's interesting. Today is Friday, March 26, 2021, 244 days till Thanksgiving, episode 1,134, 1,134, this is the... 
Bump Wills episode. I believe he is still the all-time leader in stolen bases for the Rangers. Is Bump? That right? Bump, Bump Wills, yeah. Heck yeah. Are you familiar with Bump Wills? Are you familiar with his work? He I am is not, but I not. am not. Oh, no. He's third now. Oh, he got bumped. <laughs> Twice. Twice. The, the leader is, Elvis, is is the dearly departed Elvis Andrews. Oh. Elvis Andrews is not dead. My, my joke did not get enough credit there. No, and it won't. Uh, on today's show, guys, it is Mailbag Friday, presented by our good friends, the helpful Honda, de- uh, the helpful North Texas Honda dealers. North Texas helpful Honda dealers, helpful Honda North Texas dealers, the 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 wonderful people at Honda who operate in North Texas. <laughs> they're very, Them, they're very helpful. They're very helpful. Uh, I actually have a read I'm supposed to do, uh, but yes, that is. Uh, you're, you're crushing this. It's uh, but that is so. Get your questions in. Uh, up there on the text line, 972-532-6665, 972-5-DAME-OK, 972-532-MONK. Uh, you can also get to us on Facebook or on... Boy, do I dare ask people to do comments elsewhere. Can you... Yeah, I can multitask sure. over All right, here. so if you're on YouTube or Twitch, uh, go for it. Fire those questions off for Mailback Friday. Uh, we will answer your questions. High school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, uh, anything that you need. So... Uh, the North Texas Honda dealers want to help you score some great deals on award-winning Hondas. Uh, stop by your helpful Honda dealer today or visit ntxhondadealers.com to learn more. Our good friends, the helpful Honda dealers. So get your questions in. There you go. Thank you for doing that. You're North welcome. Texas Honda dealers, helpful. See, that's not that, – that's further confusing. Is the, the – the, the, <laughs> like, like, like yeah. I know the words. I just want to know what words I'm supposed to put them in. Uh, yeah. This You're is how Honda. we lose sponsorships. I'm just being honest. <laughs> I'm being honest. I've said the word Honda a lot, so go, go buy a Honda. Go buy a Honda. It's oh, Mailbag Friday. That was painful. If you've got high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel questions, Larry McMurtry questions, if you have book recommendations. I'm, I'm about – Okay. I know you're not. Oh, Lord. I know you're not the kind of voracious reader that I am, but I do know you like to read. Yeah. Will you recommend a book before you finish it? Um. Yes, but I think there's gonna always be a caveat sure. in my sentence of going. I'm about halfway through this, but man, it's Cause, good cause so I'm, far. Because I'm reading one right now. It's a non. It's a nonfiction book. Okay. Um, but I'm reading a book right now. That is really eye-opening and really intriguing, and I'm hoping to finish it this weekend. So if I do, I will give you a book recommendation on Monday. So if you need a book recommendation, ask your, ask your questions in the comments on Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube if you want to ask questions. Or if you've just got a question about high school football, college football. Uh, it, we've, had a, we've had a strange week. Uh, we talked with a coach who uh, installed the FlexBone over Zoom. Yes, we got Greg Powers still. to snort, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we talked with an Australian punting coach. Yeah, we've had a, we've had an odd week, and now we're wearing Hawaiian shirts. Imagine again, imagine just parachuting <laughs> in and be like, "Oh, I've heard a lot about this Texas football <laughs> today." Show. And then uh, like you show up, out. and we're like, we're like asking if you have book recommendations, and we're butchering, you know, the, from the Greg spots, Powers Memorial Powers Zone, butchering <laughs> sponsor reads and stuff like that. Like, yeah. how have they done one thousand one hundred and thirty-four episodes? Is there no quality control over there? It's like no, there is not. It the train is just there. That, is if you don't not. ever put the train on the track, it can't fall off. That's exactly. You know what? I you know really what, think that, that sums it up. Pickle, I rarely compliment you. That was a good one. 
That's a, I, we should put we should we cross stitch that on a throw pillow. <laughs> Chandra, <laughs> can we cross stitch that on a throw pillow? <laughs> you know what I need? You're on a delay. You'll get it in a minute. I'll need a. We need a Chandra cam. Yeah, I know. Like we need to put one over there that just when stuff like that happens, I can just like quickly switch yeah. over. Yeah. So anyway, if you've got uh, questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, okay, she said yes. We can cross stitch down a throw pillow. Beauty. Uh, high school football. College football recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel. Uh, get them in now. We'll go, uh, you know, bottom of the hour. That's what the cool kids say. Bottom of the hour. It's uh, 30 minutes. Mark, thank you. Bottom of the hour? That Wouldn't that be the end of the hour? Like the beginning of the next hour? No, 1230. 12. That's the bo- It's the clock is going to the bottom. Oh. Top of the hour is the is the minute hand oh. is pointing up. Are you just now getting this? Am I am I, I was today am I teaching you something? When wow! I, realized that. I taught you something. We'll go to the bottom of the hour. All right. Do we have any questions? We sure do. First off, got to give a shout out to uh, to Coach Brandon Houston. Oh. He said, uh, "Tep, I'll be honest. I never really gave much thought to sending you a team T-shirt until right now." He says, "You know what Homer Simpson says about Hawaiian shirts, don't you?" Of course I do. <laughs> and uh, we are big only- fat. Party animals, only two, darn it. Only, only, uh, <laughs> only two types of people wear, uh, wear Hawaiian shirts. Gay men and big fat party, party animals. animals. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I'm happy to wear a, 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 a team shirt, Coach, uh, if you fire my way. Uh, yes. So, anyway. Mm-hmm. Aaron questions. Flynn also just asked, when is Fedora Friday? My head is too big. I can't, I can't do fedoras. Like, the dome is too large. I don't fit in fedoras. It just I, sits on top of my head. I... Don't think I like fedoras. I think I'm now like I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm running through the evi- I'm running through the evidence in my head. And you do own a fedora, though. I, I know do that, own a fedora, but it is not your fedora. I do own a fedora. Well, it is and, technically. Um, and uh, some icons have worn fedoras, of course. Whether you're talking about Tom Landry, uh, whether you're talking about a legendary Green Bay coach. What am I thinking? Oh my gosh! Why am I blanking on the legendary? Uh, um, uh, Lombardi, Vince Lombardi. Yeah. Or you're thinking about the great Roger Emmerich, the late great Roger Emmerich. I mean, they yeah. all wore fedoras and they're great. I think it takes a certain kind of person to pull off a fedora. I am not that person. My big head, it just, it literally doesn't fit. Yeah, that's true. There's nothing I can do to make a fedora fit on my I head. I think, I think I can't do it. I think, <laughs> I think that I'm, I'm old enough to recognize what I can and can't do. Well, and and I that's can't one do, of those things. Wear a fedora. That's right. All right, so we will go here. Like this one from Rob Hadaway. He's a topic for future show, but future show is today's show. Um, who is not in the Texas Football Hall of Fame and should be? I'm starting it out with Cedric Benson not in the Hall of Fame. Why did it take so long for Eric Dickerson, class of 2020, to get in? But so, who is not in it that should be? So for those who don't know, um, the Texas High School Football Hall of Fame um, – does a which you can by the way you can find it on textfootball.com now um but the 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 texas high school football hall of fame um goes through and the way that they do voting is in order to make sure and i think they may be coming they may be at the point where they can start rethinking this but when they started the texas high school football hall of fame um they started it with the idea of going through and you can only induct one person per uh decade so they had like 1959 and before and then the 60s and the 70s and the 80s and 90s basically this was to play catch up 
on the guys who didn't get inducted because there was no Texas High School Football Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. And also to make sure that we were tapping the brakes a little bit and not just inducting everyone from the past couple of years. Right. Stuff like that. So, for example, um, David Warren and Danny Amendola and Eric Dickerson are probably the head, like Chuck Dykus as well, are the headliners as far as going in. Uh, There's two coaches going in with the Eddie Joseph Award, which are Chad Morris and Dan Hooks. Uh, Dan Hooks... Uh, he'll go in uh, from Western start. And then the Dave Campbell contributor to the game uh, is going to be Joe Martin, uh, the our, our friend, the executive director of the Texas High School Coaches Association. Why it took that long for, for a guy like Eric Dickerson, who is very clearly one of the best players of the 70s to get in, I think is just a lot of, if you take a look at the guys that have gone in before, who have, who have had to go in before him, um, you, can, you can just say, oh, okay, well, there's a lot of, We've got to find a way to, to, to get other guys in, and it's just kind of his turn. Mm-hmm. As somebody who has voted in the past, uh, I can tell you that that's kind of you, – you start looking at it, you go, oh, my gosh. Like, of course we've got to get him in, but, you know, we've got to put in other guys. So, for example, let me see if I can find my last uh, ballot. Let me see if I can find the, the, the last ballot. But, you know, we put out the, the, the UIL 100 um, – part of it are you know with the our 100 best players yeah that wasn't easy either and, but i want to see if i can find the my, my hall of fame ballot um for the last time and tell you who else was in the the this the there you go let's see my ballot that's the 2020 i will have to i'll have to look for it it's a good question basically because of the way that they have structured the voting you're always going to have guys who are like how did it take this long for him to get in right like i think david warren has an argument for being arguably like I think he has an argument for being you know Jesse Armstead does exist but like what like at least one of the three or four most dominant defenders of the 90s oh yeah right um there were guys who were there who who certainly but it just took some time because we had to sort through other guys who were just as deserving arguably more deserving than getting in so just I think it's a structural thing Mm -hmm. uh I think they have now it's gone on long enough that I wonder if they're going to start to like phase out and maybe do what the like the baseball hall of fame does, which is they have like a veterans committee, which is like we're going to start opening up to everybody, but we'll have a veterans committee to make sure we go back and we honor some some other I hate to say stragglers, but other people who should be in from right. from, from nineteen sixty nine and before right to make sure they get there too. So I wonder if they're going to start to to think about the the way that they do the voting because they've they it, it kind of feels like okay we're you know Charlie Taylor from Grand Prairie Delworth should absolutely be in the hall of fame. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's probably guys in the 80s and 90s who are probably waiting to get in that if we were to open up more spots, they would go and put them in. So, anyway, that's my long-winded response. I'll try to find that ballot and to, to, to kind of illustrate that. What's next? Nice. Let's talk some uh, Let's talk some private school ball here. Um, uh, Cody Paston asked, who are your private school teams to watch in 2021? Well, great question. Yeah. Love your energy. Um there's a couple of squads that I've certainly got my eye on, and, and obviously you're going to go with teams that have that have been excellent recently, mm-hmm. like Bar- Parish Episcopal won the Division One crown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fort Worth Nolan is always uh, under David Bowden. They've pretty much become a, a known commodity that you can expect them to be to be really good uh, every single year. Interested um, to see what All Saints looks like without the Brockermeyer brothers. Certainly, and and, so and that's and, that's and, a big switch. What I think is interesting about the private school ranks 
I think you can like that's where you see really wild shifts. Mm-hmm. That's where you see teams that are like 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 come out of nowhere and suddenly have a great great year because they get like the one guy that they're absolutely looking for. Like uh, for example, I I, I want to say um, so Austin Regents is an example of that. Austin Regents uh, has had a, a great run here. They've had a really good crop of talent here. Mm-hmm. They had a, a rough spell a little bit before them. They are a team that I think. Um, has proved that they have some staying power. I think it's harder to to um, to, to stick and become that power uh, at the private school ranks. You go back and you look at like a team like Prestonwood Christian. Prestonwood, for years and years, was just a dominant force. They've had a couple of down years. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to stay on top. That's one thing. So, if you're looking for teams that I have my eye on, uh, I think uh, I think Trinity Christian Addison is is a team to keep an eye on. They're in the DFW Metroplex. I think they're they're on the rise. I thought that what you saw from... So Midland Christian is another good example of mm-hmm. a team that has been really good in the past that took a couple of steps back, but I think they're I think they're on the rise. That's a team that I would keep an eye on. Um, the Woodlands John Cooper is maybe a team in SPC that you don't think about. I think people think of SPC and they think, well, that's Kincaid. Uh, those are the same, St. Pius. Those are the teams that, mm-hmm. that dominate... I think John Cooper has some staying power there in the Woodlands area. That's a team certainly to keep an eye on. Um, yeah, that's a short list. I mean, the the rest of them, I'd be like kind of just repeating myself. Like, I bet St. Pius is probably going to be pretty good. Yep. I know last year they were four and four, but I think that they're going to be better this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would not bet against a you know I would not bet against the the parishes and the and the the Nolans and and the teams that are we expect to see Basically at the, the very top, of, right? Yeah. Um, one team that I would keep an eye on is San Antonio Cornerstone. Oh, I like this that. is a Houston area. There's a San Antonio area program mm-hmm. that San Antonio has not really. I want to make sure I don't put my foot in my mouth. Yeah, San Antonio has not necessarily had that powerhouse private school program. Mm-hmm. Like in Houston, like in DFW, you can name check a couple. Mm-hmm. In 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 Houston, you can name check a couple. In Austin, you can name check a couple. San Antonio is a little tougher, mm-hmm. but Cornerstone's becoming that. And so I would keep an eye on San Antonio Cornerstone. They are a team that I think they are getting a lot of really big time talent in San Antonio, and there's enough of it there that if they they can become a power pretty in, in, in short order. I mean they went really they were really good this year. I think eight and one. So keep an eye on them. I know they played in TCAF, which is like a, a it's not TAPS, it's not SPC. It's kind of that uh, another league. But uh, keep an eye on San Antonio Cornerstone. What's next, Pickle? What about um, what is a where did it go? Darn it. Oh man, I missed it. Okay, what is a <laughs> what is a movie or a song that you hated but everyone else loved, or vice versa? Something that you loved that absolutely. Mm. Mm. Song or movie? Do I want to make everyone mad? At absolutely. <laughs> this is about to be good. I don't get the deal with Taylor Swift. Ooh. I don't get it. It's not my thing. Not my right. thing. If it's your thing, that's great. That's fine. I've tried it. I've listened to it. Not my thing. Hmm. I don't get it. Um, other things that people love. Okay. I think, may I mentioned this on the show before. Napoleon Dynamite. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think part of it is that it was built up so much to me mm-hmm. of like, dude, this is the funniest movie of all time. And then you watch it, it's like, it's fine. It's okay. Yeah, it's like, I don't hate it. 
Well, I guess that's, that's maybe like, like uh, I don't hate it, but there are people who love that with a passion. Mm-hmm. All right, here's another one, and I'm going to get, boy, just, oh. I don't get the superhero movies. I'm going to be honest. I will agree with that. Like the, they're like all the Marvel, like all the Marvel movies. I like them. Every everyone, every I'm sure they're great movies. I'm yeah. sure they're fine. I've watched them, and they're I've watched a couple of them, and I'm like, okay, things go boom. Like I and I guess there are people who are just really invested in those characters and stuff. I just could not get invested in those characters. Yeah, I was too much like okay, I'm waiting for things to go boom. See. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. I I like and, them. They're mm. great, and I they're they're good movies to go see in a theater. You know, mm. when you really get the experience. But half the time, I feel like they're so drawn out. It's it's a lot. They go boom too much. Like make and, them go boom less, and I'll like and them more. The other thing about them, like they're, it's just very loud. And but then, like for example, like and, and I have a lot of friends who who love the Marvel stuff, who are like really invested in the Marvel stuff, and they're like, man. Like, this WandaVision show. It's unbelievable. And then I ask him, I'm like, do I need to have seen 45 movies in order to understand WandaVision? That's another thing. And they're thing. like, yeah. Yes. Okay, another one. So it's one. like, the bar- so now, the barrier for entry for me to even become a person who likes the Marvel movies is so high yep. that, like, I'm frankly just never going to do it. Yeah. I'm my, just not going to. My thing I never got into, I maybe I just never gave it a shot, but that was super popular, Game of Thrones. I never I, I watched didn't one started <laughs> This like, is not fair cuz I watched I was over at a buddy's house. He's uh-huh. like, "Oh, it's Game of Thrones." I'm like, "Okay, I'll sit here and watch it." Yeah. I watched it and like I tried very hard not to be the guy who's like, "Who's that? What's happening but now?" You, yeah, but you, you like explain you the whole don't series know. to me. We're like ser- it's like season 5 and they're mm-hmm. like, "Shut up." But they they are that's something that if I started from the beginning, I'm sure I would like it. But like also that fantasy thing, it's like that's just not really my it, thing. Yep, like yeah. I watched the Lord of the Rings movies. I thought See, they were I've never good done movies. That either. I thought they were good movies, but like they're just not for me. I appreciate the epic scale of them and I appreciate what Peter Jackson does, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. The the one other thing I'll say real fast, and I'll probably this is a song that I'll probably get some flack for because she's from Houston. But the body song by Meg The Stallion is just it's so over. It's just annoying. The body yada I, yada yada. Like y- y- it's you not. You know what? I know exa- I know exactly what you're talking about, and I would prefer if you did not ask me any follow ups for that. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> don't don't fact check me. Okay. I know what that is. Okay. I definitely know what that is. And I'm not lying to you. I yeah, I believe that. I mean it's it's on enough things where it's like it's it's yep. posted every songs certainly. going Certainly <laughs> I know what that is. Mm-hmm, I'm sure. I know what that is. Songs going It's me, guy the, who knows what things are. <laughs> the TikTok the TikTok yeah, culture. Yeah, nope, I know of, I know all about TikTok culture too. Yep. Don't ask me for follow ups, please. Goodness. Okay. Um Let's see. We will go with what are your thoughts on the new Odessa hire? Odessa high. Yes, they hired. They hired oh my what's goodness! What's the, yeah? That's a really good. Uh, <laughs> good text football that comes. It was an assistant from DFW. Uh, yes, from Keller Timber Creek. Um, or Keller Central. Keller Central. One of the Keller. Hold on, I'm pulling up textfootball.com. Um, Odessa, uh, Dusty Ortiz, uh, the uh, defense coordinator, Keller Timber Creek. I will tell you tell you this. Keller Timber Creek has had pretty strong defenses lately. Mm-hmm. So that is the extent of my um, 
my my knowledge. I have never met Coach Ortiz. I look forward to talking to him at some point. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I I don't I don't have a real hot take. I think that I think that's a tough job. Mm-hmm. I think Odessa is a tough job. Yeah. I think Step and I talked Coach about this Servants, two weeks ago. I think Coach Servants. Um, I think Coach Servants got to realize, got to see firsthand how tough a job that is. Mm-hmm. You're in a tough district every week. Or, you know you're where it's going to be tough every week. Uh, you are, all due respect, you're the second most prominent high school in your own city. Right. Uh, arguably the fourth most prominent high school in your, if you want to consider Midland Odessa, like a, a, a metro area. Right. Uh, you're arguably fourth there. You're fighting. Um. But I don't know a ton about Coach Ortiz. I'll, I'll admit, I'm, I'll, I'll plead ignorance there. But th- uh, you know, th- I think they needed a jolt, and I think that Coach mm-hmm. Ortiz, from from everything that 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 I've read, from the very little that I've read, admittedly, uh, can provide that jolt. That's my take on it. Uh, I, I will I will read more about it, and I'll we'll we'll try to book Coach Ortiz uh, coming up here in yeah. future shows. Because yeah. I haven't, I haven't spoken to him. Coach Ortiz, I'm sure you're a great guy. Come on, <laughs> TFC, please. Um, okay, let's go with what is your favorite Simpsons episode, and then oh, what is my favorite no. Office episode? So I'm gonna let you ponder that. Why you can go with your Office? I, oh, oh my gosh! Look, I'm I, not gonna. Okay. I think mm, I could give you like a top three. I love the boat party mm-hmm. episode. I think that one is just about as elite as you can get because mm-hmm. you've got annoying Michael, but not like overly annoying. You've got the Jim and Pam thing going on. Roy's being a dummy. Like I think you get a good mix of just about everything in boat party. Golly. Um, it's Cape Fear. It's Cape Fear. It's the episode where uh, Bart and Homer have to go into um, the Simpsons have to go to um, um, uh, witness protection. So they go on the boat. He changes his name to Homer Thompson. Um, hey Bart, do you want to see my new hockey mask and chainsaw? <laughs> um, and then and then uh <laughs> and then sideshow bob tracks down bart and um and bart tricks him into singing the entire <laughs> the entire score of the hms pedophore and it's just it's 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 just banger it's just wonderful uh, it's fantastic what gives me pause you only move twice is the hank scorpio episode and that show that's unbelievable um I would also say Homer at the Bat is cl- is classic. That's the one that kind of puts Simpsons on the map. I would also say it's a, it's an episode we talked about with um, with our very special yes, guest, Bill Oakley. Bill Oakley, uh, that he wrote, which was um, Homer's phobia, which is mm-hmm. the uh, the episode where uh, with, with John Waters uh, uh, as uh, Homer Homer meets a, a gay man for the first time uh, with John mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Anyway, that's there's that's a very very short and incomplete list. There's probably I could probably I should probably just sit down and do like my top twenty five and put it on gregtepper.com. That's what I should. Yeah, do. absolutely. I think that would be fun because I've got plenty of time these days. Yeah, I'll do a couple more. <laughs> um, real fast, too. I have to give a shout out to Fun Run. I love, I love the Fun Run. Ah, uh, yes. Michael it's, Scott's it's... Michael Scott's line, like one of the most iconic lines he has, is 
I may have I may have puked my guts out, but I never once puked my heart out, and that's something I'm proud of. Like that alone puts that episode just so he, he high up there. He grabs a lamp and holds it up. Yes, um, but I never once puked my heart out. Um, yeah, and it's it, I mean that's that's the inspiration for a lot of bits here, including the uh, the overly long titles of yes of, of things <laughs> it's like the, the Dave Campbell's text football text football today, uh, you know. Hero of the week. Hero of the week. The Greg Powers for the power run zone. for the cure. Oh, for the run for the cure. Yeah, that's I mean, another great part of that episode is when Pam picks up the phone to take the registration yes. and just says the whole thing. Like that's it's that's a good, good one. Yes. Um. All right. all right. Let's see. Cody Poston asked this. He asked this when Step was on, but he wants to get your read on it. Mm. Um. So. What is your take on Casey Thompson and Hudson Card QB1 competition at UT? If Casey wins, do you see Hudson Card moving back to wide receiver like he did at Lake Travis? Which I know this hits home for you because you're big don't believe what you see in bowl games. Yes. And that's Casey but Thompson. Now, Casey Thompson, now, yeah. Now, you know, the early film on, on Casey Thompson is obviously very promising, but bowl games are bad film. Like, it's not, don't make judgments based on bowl games, plain and simple. I will just say this. If you're Hudson Card, why would you play wide receiver? Right. I'm sorry to be that jerk, but like if you're Hudson if if you if you lose whoever loses this uh I do not anticipate that whoever loses this competition will be on the Texas roster for twenty twenty two. No, I think that I think, I think the transfer portal is right there, and they will go and they will take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're I think they both proven them, themselves to be good enough. The one thing I will say is that, boy, Texas staff will not shut up about Hudson Card. Yeah, and there I, is a lot of hype around Hudson Card, especially when Sam Ellinger even he, he gave him basically gave him like the cred. endorsement, which and you know that was I mean? that was Lake Travis Westlake right there. So yeah. that that meant even more to the Austin area. That to me, uh, there's just a lot of people, not both both like on the record and off the record, who are talking about like, man, Hudson Card looks really good. His like, arm, Hudson Card, everything is I've heard is his arm. Yeah. So, you know. Let's see how it plays out. You know, they've also got more more guys coming in. You know, Malik Murphy's coming in in the class of 2022. Uh, they they just signed Charles Wright. Um, you know, there's a lot of things to, to ponder here, but I do not anticipate that the – the um, I do not anticipate that whoever comes in second in that co- coaching or that quarterback competition will be on the roster for 2022. Now, maybe if Hudson Card loses, he's a good soldier and he wants to see the field at all and he goes plays wide receiver for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I would anticipate that he's going to – he's going to – I would anticipate that he's gonna he's gonna transfer. So there's that. Uh, let's do two more. Two more. All right. Um, a couple people asking if we and I, I think the answer is no. If we have any idea on when Allen is going to make the decision to hire. Uh, I don't know no. how much you can. Um, I can tell you that insight. they are now on candidate two. Mm-hmm. That's all I'll say. Um, I know that. They are they are now in Canada too. Mm-hmm. That's 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 about all that I can I can divulge. But they are kind of moving through their list. From what I understand, if candidate two were to say no, then, then the field kind of opens. Then it gets interesting, and then we could have a more lengthy process. Mm-hmm. That's like an I think actual they, they, they hiring. Had, they had a guy that they targeted. That they had a guy that they targeted. I think that guy, from what I understand, that guy pulled his name from the running. I think they have another guy they've targeted. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't go, 
then things will open up in a way that I think will be a little bit more lengthy. Mm -hmm. So here's my take. I think we'll either know a week from Monday. Okay, yeah. Or we won't know for like four more weeks. Yes. I think it's going to be one of those two things. I agree. And Alan Shepard has provided us with an ender. Okay. What is your favorite type of taco and why? Uh, a brisket taco. I like a good brisket taco because it combines my two favorite things, which is taco, which is the optimal delivery vehicle for yes, food. Absolutely. And Tortillas are the goat. And brisket, which is the most important thing that we have in this world. Um, so I would say a good brisket taco. I had brisket tacos a couple weeks ago. There's a new really taco hut thing that opened up over by our offices and i got tacos from oh. there the other day really stinking good. here's here is my measurement and, and we really do need to get um we, we're at some point trying to get um the um the the guy who runs uh jose relot the uh the the taco mm, yes. taco the taco editor for texas monthly we're trying to get him on at one point it schedules didn't work we need to get him on mm-hmm. here's then, how yeah, here's Roman. how i measure a taco okay i measure a taco by the filling to tortilla ratio, which is it needs. To I be need. Overflowing. I need you to look at that taco and be like, "I can't pick that up. That's not. Yeah. That's going to fall apart." And then it doesn't. That's the mark of a great taco. Is yes. it, there's too much stuff in this taco, mm-hmm. and then you pick it up. You're like, actually, there's the perfect the amount, amount in this taco. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's that's the mark of it. Okay, I agree. Uh, my, it is such a hard time to decide between i love al pastor tacos sure oh love yeah. them and then barbacoa oh yeah that a uh, a plain street taco barbacoa with cilantro onion put mm-hmm. the lime on top of it though like my we gotta go my stomach is growling <laughs> um but yeah it's, which, it's nearly impossible for me to choose between the two of those i have some breaking news here from uh, from our friend uh, jose relat which says Houston will be the first city in the U.S. to officially celebrate World Taco Day. Festivities kick off March 31st. Houston. God. I love you. Beautiful. Fantastic stuff. That's great hustle. That's great hustle. You know what that is? You know what that is? That's understanding what your constituency wants, what's important to your constituency. So great. It's going to do it for us. That's, that's, a, that's what we need in, in, in politics today. Yeah. People who prioritize the important things. Of tacos. Like, like March 31st being World Taco Day. God. It's going to Beautiful. do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DTTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We will see you Monday on Texas Football Today.